Um, there is many of us have heard growing up in our childhood and as we get older we hear about many things that we do which are quote unquote for the purpose of to confuse the satan Um, I want to discuss that for a little because it's a very interesting topic and there can be something very powerful that we can learn from it Yes. What do you give an example? What are one of the things that we do to confuse the Satan? Erev Rosh Hashanah, we don't blow the Shaifa. Because that's going to confuse the Satan. You'll think he won't know when it's Rosh Hashanah, right? And we always think that it sounds funny. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? We don't bench the Chaydash, right? We don't bench the Chaydash before. Exactly. It almost sounds like it's a, just like something we say and it doesn't actually mean, it doesn't actually happen. So there's, there's many other things. Can anyone think of any other ones? In addition, in addition to benching the Chodesh, there's also one where we don't mention Rosh Chodesh in the davening of Rosh Hashanah. The regular Rosh Chodesh, we say Yalav Yava, Rosh Chodesh as a, we don't mention Rosh Chodesh on, on, in the davening of Rosh Hashanah. The we don't mention anything about Rish Chodesh. It's Rish Hashanah. Rish Hashanah. So one of the reasons given for that is also to confuse the Satan. Some people have a custom where they blow extra tekiahs at the end of the avenue. We do it. We blow extra set of 30 at the end. And that's also to confuse the Satan. You shouldn't know which tekiahs are the ones that are uh, trying, to, trying to do for the mitzvah. Um, what are other ones? There's multiple things. And the question, obviously, is what in the world does it mean? This is just like a, a cute thing that we're trying to do. We're trying to, to educate the, us when we're younger, educate us to think that we have a way to, to catch the satan. I mean, the satan, the, the words that we use is that he shouldn't know what day is Rosh Hashanah. Now, we all know we have a calendar sitting in our house or on our phone. The satan, he has easy access to a calendar. He doesn't need a written calendar. As if he doesn't know what day Rosh Hashanah is. Right? So what, 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 what does it mean that we're, that we're confusing him? What? He can't read, he only hears sounds. He can only hear sounds. He doesn't need to read to know what day it is. No? He's in heaven. It's like Google. They only hear what you're talking about. They know right. Exactly. <laughs> you hear what he said. You don't have to see. You just have to hear and they catch everything you're doing. Um, so what exactly is going on? Now there's many different layers and many different uh, explanations, but I'll share two points. One point, which is an interesting explanation, which is a very interesting explanation given, is that what does it mean that we're, that we're trying to make sure that Satan should not know what day Rosh Hashanah is? We're obviously not trying to confuse him the ca- of the calendar, because he, he'll know what day it is. It's that the Satan shouldn't know when the, day of, the accomplishments of the day of Rosh Hashanah happen. Meaning, what are we trying to do with Rosh Hashanah? We're trying to do whatever we can with Shoifer, with Davening, and with all our, our um, internal um, working on ourselves. We're trying to, to accomplish that Hashem should give us a good year. A day of judgment, Yom Adin, Yom Amishpat. That we should accomplish that Hashem should give us a good year. And the Satan comes and he's Mekatrik, he's the prosecutor. He's coming in heaven and trying to give us the opposite. Trying to bring reasons that we may have done things that are wrong. And therefore cause us not to have a, a good judgment. And not to have a good verdict. So 
this is, this is what Rosh Hashanah really means. And what we're trying to confuse the Satan, what we're trying to confuse him of, is for the Satan to think that he has no chance. The Satan to think that he has no chance. Let's go to the Shoifer. This is the best example for this. The fact that we don't blow the Shoifer Arab Rosh Hashanah. We blow the Shoifer the whole month of El. Why do we blow the Shoifer the whole month of El? Every day? It's, it's to remind us about Tshuva. It's to get us to do Tshuva. It's, but for everyone else, it's to, to, for, for Tshuva. Comes Arab Rosh Hashanah. What we want to happen is we want the Satan to think that our... The... The Avoida, the work that we did the whole month of Elul, was so powerful and was done so well that we don't even need Rosh Hashanah. Comes Rosh Hashanah, we already have so much, we have such a head start that we don't even need to do anything else and the sudden doesn't even have a chance. He doesn't stand a chance. He'll come and try to prosecute, but we have so much behind us, so much that we're bringing with us that we did the whole past month. Comes our Rosh Hashanah, we don't blow, we show the sudden, like we don't need a blow. We, we got it all, we did it, we finished. We already are, are confident and certain. Oh, uh-uh, very good. One second. So we, we're not confident. We're already confident and certain that we're going to have a good year. Comes a sudden and, and says, I don't stand a chance. So now, yeah, the PJ says, we know we, we, he knows we do this every year. It became a minic. It became a custom that we do it. So for that, we can say that the Satan, his, his prosecution is al-hasafik, we say. Meaning, yes, it's a minig, it's a custom that we do it every year. But that custom, for some people, it will be something that is real, meaning they actually did avoid the whole month of Elul, and therefore comes Rosh Hashanah, they take, don't need to do so much more, they already worked on themselves so much. And the Satan will know that, yes, it's a minig that we do for him, but because it became a minig, you hope that some people actually did it, and they were talking, they don't need it. So the Satan will come and prosecute, and by him it will be almost uh, like a will have more confidence than him. It will come like the, the prosecutor, you can imagine, in a court case, where you have the prosecutor and defending lawyer, and uh, the one that comes with the most confidence will make the biggest impression. Right? So the Satan is coming, he's la- he lacks um, uh, confidence and uh, certainty in, his, in, his, uh, in presenting his, his side of the case. Because, yeah, maybe a minute, but hopefully for some of us it actually was real. So that's one, one thought on it. I think it's a nice twist on the, on the idea. Where it's that we're, 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 the confusing of the Satan is confusing him. The Rosh Hashanah already happened. That's the thing. What are we, we're not changing the day on the calendar. He knows the calendar. We're trying to make him think, or actually, hap, actually like that, that whatever Rosh Hashanah is already happened. We already did everything we need to do to deserve and to get a, a good verdict for the new year. Um, now another thought, because another question that someone can ask, if you think about it, that at the end of the day, we're preventing a Jew from doing many holy things just to confuse the Satan. And if you think about it, it seems odd, right? That we're holding us back from blowing Shoifer of Rosh Hashanah, from benching the Chodesh, from mentioning Rosh Chodesh and Davening. The, the multiple things that we do, at the end of the day, if you think about it, a Jew is lacking these things for the new year. We want to do as much as we can. Everyone comes to Rosh Hashanah, they're trying to add on as much as they could. Another mitzvah comes, another tzedakah, another something. They want to add on to make sure they have as, uh, as many schuyas, as many merits as they can for the, for the case, for the, for the judgment. Comes now, we're taking things off, and maybe to confuse the satan, but at the end of the day, we're holding ourselves back from doing things. It seems like an odd way of... of He's saying uh, we're looking at the long term, we're looking at the profit, the, what's going to come out of it. Okay, okay. But if we, then the, the approach we usually have is to add on as much as you can. 
Yeah, it's a little. Yeah. Playing defense here. Yeah. Okay. So um, here's so this uh, looking at it from this way with this question can really um, take us a step deeper, and that is what we're what's really trying to what we're really trying to accomplish here is create a feeling inside of the Jew, create something inside of us to make us change. What causes a person to feel like they need to change? What causes a person to feel like I need to stop what I'm doing and completely change? Unsettled, feeling unsettled. Whatever I was doing till now isn't working. Oh. That if a person feels and sees that, 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 I, that something's not, something's just a gainer, something's not going right. Right? So comes Rosh Hashanah, and we're supposed to be adding in things, and here the Jew realizes that it became a custom that I have to stop myself from doing things because I'm so worried about the Satan. I mean, I'm in a situation in life where I'm, I'm so worried about the Satan that I need to stop doing certain things in order to confuse the Satan. Just the fact that you need to do that already makes the person feel that something's, something's wrong. And I, I'm so distant, so to speak, from where I'm supposed to be, um, that I need to do, carry these, uh, go for these loopholes, go for these, uh, these interesting um, uh, methods of it's trying to stop doing things to confuse the satan. I'm so far that I need to do that, that it pushes a button inside of us, making us realize like this crazy... You're too weak, though. Okay, some people may, may take them... The, the, okay, yeah. But that, that's the idea, exactly. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's trying to awaken inside of us the feeling that, that, we, that something's not going right, that we need to, we need to, we need to change something. And in the words... We got it when it counts. We give them the easy ones. And you, s- them, we <laughs> and you see, you, you see this in in raising children and in parenting, and, the, and which we can apply to ourselves. That sometimes you need to go through a process. We call it of bitush. Of, we, of, we can get them all year long. We just show them. Listen, you can win the rest of the time. I'll show you when it counts. We got you. <laughs> Not go out to schedule program. That'll work. Sometimes you need <laughs> to go <laughs> through a, through a certain inner beating. He wins all the battles. You win the A certain a certain inner. Um, a shvira, we call it. The inner feeling broken a little inside. And only feeling broken can, can, then, be, can then open you up to be able to grow. When the person feels broken, it then allows them for growth. When the person feels content and complete, they don't, they don't feel like they need to grow, they feel everything is going good, and there may be many things that are going wrong, and they feel... It's an ego, but to break it sometimes, we need to have this broken feeling inside. And all this is... <laughs> Yeah, the, the broken, the broken, so the and that's why, in a way, <laughs> this is so powerful because what, it's, what we're trying to do is give the Jew a feeling that you, you need to have some brokenness inside to be able to be ready to grow for the new year and to be able to grow and reconnect and recommit to Hashem. Look in the mirror. Some people, they doesn't do that. <laughs> So, um, and there's a beautiful story, many stories. I'm saying just one, one uh, aspect of it. We know when the, I, I learned from my children that sometimes when you try, when I'm trying to get my kid to do something, that it, it needs to reach a place where he starts crying. And once he starts crying, he then comes down and does it. Meaning, <laughs> meaning sometimes you pull, 
you, you're trying to get him to go to sleep. You have a thing on our door that he can't open the door to leave the room, like one of those things on the knobs. So sometimes you just got to close the door and he realizes, okay, I, I'm not, I can't do anything anymore. He starts crying. You open the door back and he does whatever you wanted him to do. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> you need, you need, they need some shvira. And it's the truth, truth for, every, for every one of us. Sometimes we need something to wake us up and it's feeling broken inside that makes us realize we need to change and it gives us room to grow. Yeah, and this is the whole idea of confusing the satan, but it really is, it's really for us to make us realize that we need something. We need to do all these methods and things to confuse the satan, so to speak, and it really is to make us feel a little broken that we should be able to grow. And one beautiful story, a beautiful story from the Rebbe Rashab, I mentioned it here before, um, when the Rebbe said this insight, he said this story, which brings it out in a powerful way, that there was a, the Rebbe Rashab, which was the fifth Chabad Rebbe, when he first became Rebbe, he had an older brother, the Razar, Zalman Aaron. And his older brother was actually living still in the same city. And it took the Rebbe Rashab a, a good 10 years before he officially accepted being Rebbe, because his older brother was still there. Um, and he would say, my marim, it's a whole piece of history of uh, in the Rebbe Rashab. But interesting that in the early years, the Razar, being his older brother, would sometimes tell him, uh, rebuke him, and say, like, you're not, you're not doing it right. And there was once a chas, someone that came that needed uh, help. Someone was sick, or parnasa, I don't know exactly what it was. And he came to get a bracha. He came to the Rebbe Rishab. He came inside and asked for a bracha. And the Rebbe Rishab told him, I can't help you. Imagine hearing that from a Rebbe. I can't help you. The guy walked out of the room and sat down and broken, broken and in tears. And he was sitting there crying. And the, the Raza, his older brother, passed by and sees this, uh, this chassid crying. He came over to him and said, why are you crying? He said, I went in. This is my issue. And the, the Rebbe Rishab said, I, I can't help you. And his older brother didn't like it. He went, to the, went into the Rebbe Rishab and said, Hi, Tachin. He said, how can you do such a thing? This is your job. You can't help him? Then what are you here for? When you're a Rebbe, a Rebbe should be able to help everyone. So the Rebbe Rishab said, okay, call him back in. So he comes back in and he, um, and he gives him the bracha. So I forget if the Raza asked the Rebbe Rishab or if the Rebbe just explained this. Like, what was going on? I mean, what's going on? If he was able to help him, then help him right away. If he wasn't able to help him, what all of a sudden happened? His brother said, oh, and now you can help him. So he explained, the explanation is that this Jew was missing the Shvira. He was missing being, feeling being broken a little inside to be a, a kli, to be a, a, to be a, a vessel, a receptacle, to be able to receive um, the, the bracha. Sometimes we're too content and too complete, we feel too complete, and we don't feel that we need to grow. We don't feel, we don't feel that there's room for growth, that we're not, we're not able to receive anything from anyone else. And, uh, from, and especially from Hashem. And we need that little shvira that pushed something to feel broken inside, to feel like something needs to change. Epis that we need, to, uh, we need to feel miriros, a little bitter and a little broken, and that pushes us to be willing to grow, to be open to grow, and to be ready to change. And that's the Sarasimei Teshuvah right now is this time where we need to push ourselves to find somewhere to open ourselves up, to feel a little, a little of that shvira, a little of that bitush, a little inner beating, not in a negative way, not in a way to give up, but in a way to allow us to grow, allow us, allow us to understand and be open and realize that we need to change and we need to grow. Should be a great year, a gemachsim and we should we should change. I should change. <laughs>